Hey there, ladies. Welcome back. It is Casey Alexis, the host of Being Eve. Happy Thursday, y'all. It's Thursday and it's a brand new hot topic episode. So this particular topic is something near and dear to my heart for a number of reasons. And I wanted to share my own story with you all about this particular topic because I truly believe it will help you as it did me overcome a lot of things in life. And the topic for today is forgiveness and, oh yeah, and healing. So the reason why I put these two important topics together is because I truly believe the two go hand in hand. From my personal experiences, without forgiveness, it's almost impossible to fully heal. Without forgiveness, it's almost impossible to fully heal. Why do I say that? Because forgiveness from my experience, has become the doorway that allows for healing. And let me give you guys an example of that. So let's say you get into an accident, God forbid, right? And in that accident, you get a wound on your arm. That wound is open, it's bleeding. So what do you do? You address the wound. You clean it. You apply whatever ointments or whatever you need to apply to it, and then you bandage it up. And in the process of doing that, your arm, that injury, that wound begins to heal. And so for me, that is what the process of forgiveness is like. It is addressing the wounds and the pains that occur in our life. And until we learn how to forgive, it's going to be really hard to heal. Until we learn how to look at the past and present hurts and address those hurts and deal with them and put the necessary work in to bandage those things up so they can heal, It's going to be really hard to heal those wounds. And if you're walking around with exposed wounds from all the years that you have been living your life, there is a very big chance you're not growing as you should, you're not happy where you are in life, and you're not living life the way that God authentically designed you to live it. So for me, I wanted to take this opportunity to come on the podcast today and address forgiveness and healing because it is so important to our womanhood because of the position that we play in this life. It is so important for us as a whole to begin to start addressing the issues of forgiveness and then, of course, healing. Because again, through my experiences, I truly believe they, they work hand in hand. So relationships for me are always a great 
eye opener to that. <laughs> and one of the biggest relationships for me that has shown me and have taught me a lot about forgiveness and healing is my marriage. My marriage has been the greatest teacher for me. That has been one of the areas that God has truly taught me a lot about life, a lot about patience, a lot about endurance, (laughs) a lot about forgiveness, and most importantly, healing. And within the 13 years of my marriage, my husband and I have been through some things. We got married really young, which is not an excuse, but it is the a fact. We got married really young um, by today's standards. <laughs> we got married at 20. I was 24 at the time. He was 27. And we were really immature because none of us have really, we didn't really know anything, right? We just thought, oh, that's the next step in our relationship is to get married. We dated for five years. Oh, that's the next step is to get married, <laughs> you know? But we really didn't have the proper tools um, to really be successful in our marriage to begin with. And although we went to premarital class, there was still a lot we didn't know and therefore we could not prepare for. Now, let me just say this. You can't really prepare for marriage. The only way you can prepare the best way possible is by preparing yourself. That means going into your marriage as a whole healed human being by the grace of God. (laughs) Okay, that's the only way to truly go into your marriage and have really a really good successful rate and that means both parties going into the marriage whole and healed by the grace of God now my husband and I did not go into our marriage like that (laughs) again uh, now as I look back we went into our marriage with a lot of junk of a lot of unresolved issues from the time that we were young and a lot of unforgiveness. And it did not necessarily mean it was unforgiveness towards one another. It was a lot of unforgiveness even towards our, unforgiveness towards our parents, our siblings, whatever relationships that we had prior to getting married that kind of made its way, those wounds made its way into our marriage. So we came and all wounded up. And those wounds were never addressed they were never looked at. They were kind of like, okay, that's there, but I'm going to act like it's not there so I don't feel anything. And then we're just going to get married and move on, right? Which a lot of times we do. We hope that the thing that we experienced, we hope that we've healed from it. We don't remember it. It's all good. But in fact, when it's not, when it hasn't been addressed, that wound is still very much there. And it just so happens that when something happens within our, within our marriage, those wounds, I've started feeling those wounds. He started feeling those wounds because the pain was triggered. Now the brain is telling us, oh, that hurts. That hurts. Why does it hurt? Is it, does it hurt because of something he did? Or does it hurt because of some unresolved issue that I had from the past? And vice versa. So all of that played into our 
demise when it came to our marriage to the point where it led to almost a year-long separation where we truly had to deal with those issues, truly had to take time to seek counsel, godly wisdom from an outside source to be able to address those wounds, to be able to successfully continue on in the marriage. Because eventually, if we never address the wounds, if we never dealt with the pain, the betrayal, and all of that that occurred within our marriage, we would not be married today. And he's the closest person to me. I'm the closest person to him. We have children together. So that relationship, everything that transpired within our marriage was magnified. If you think about the number of things that are affected when that relationship goes awry, right? Can you imagine finances, um, the workplace, a number of things went crazy. So it was important to kind of deal with those wounds, right? It was important to, now we got to address them because now the wounds are starting to seep in to other places within the, with, within the home. And we couldn't have that. We couldn't have it seeping into our children and their behaviors and seeing their parents not really operate in love. So it had to be addressed. And so I'm bringing it to the podcast today as an example as to why forgiveness and healing had to take place in order for us to begin to heal and to begin to become better as a husband, as a wife, and better as me as a woman and he as a man. And until we did that, we were going to suffer and the children were going to suffer. So that is pretty much the best example that I could use as the most important relationship that where healing and forgiveness were required. And hopefully by me sharing that example, you can kind of look at your own relationships, your friendships, your sister friends, your your spouse, your boyfriend, your, you know, whatever that you can see where you may need to say, hey, I need to forgive so I can heal. And I wanted to bring it on the podcast as well because this is an all-ladies audience and how I know we can tend to bring baggage into other relationships. Um, And men do it too, so I'm not trying, but this is an all-female audience, but we tend to bring baggage into relationships. And a lot of that baggage has a bunch of unforgiveness in it. Whether we have unforgiveness towards our parents, unforgiveness towards our siblings, unforgiveness for ourselves and things that we have done, unforgiveness towards friends, um, ex-friends, whatever. We typically have all of that and we carry it around. And then we don't realize as we're carrying it around, it's coming out in various different forms. So it can come out within our lifestyle choices. It can come out in bitterness. It can come out in anger. 
It can come out in depression. All of that can come out and look like different things for each and every one of us, depending on how we handle things, right? It can come out in different forms of addictions because we have not addressed the wounds. And I wanted to come on to make sure that I highlighted that, ladies. We have to address the wounds from the past in order to grow, okay? And truly, in order to heal so we can grow in our present and future. Um, That's one thing about self-care that I also wanted to highlight as well. Because I know self-care is a big thing right now, right? And it's important. But self-care cannot only be external. Self-care cannot just be massages and going to the spa and nails and hair and all that. Self-care primarily takes place internally. And if we don't do the self-care necessary to heal the wounds that we have, regardless of what you're doing on the outside, the inside is always going to be broken. The inside is always going to be needing something. And oftentimes when we don't deal with the brokenness and the wounds on the inside, we start to pull on things externally that aren't good for us to try to subside that, to try to subside those feelings and emotions that come out because we're not dealing with what's going on inside. So ladies, it's so important to truly take the time out to heal before we get into any new relationships. To I remember when my husband and I were going through what we were going through, it affected my my workplace. It began to pour into my job because mentally I was going in there with the wrong mindset. And I'm in human resources. So can you imagine dealing with people and your mindset is all over the place? How effective are you really going to be? I know it affected my husband when he was going into work and how what he was able to do. Because at the end of the day, if your mind is not right, if you're not in a healthy place internally, it's going to show up externally in your decision making. So you're not going to make the best decisions that you should be making because your mind is not right. So for, forgiveness is essential to the healing process. We have to be able to look at past situations, things with our parents. If we have um, relationship issues with our parents, don't look at it as we're giving them a way out because we're forgiving them. Or we're giving... Um, the my boyfriend a way out or this sister friend a way out because I'm forgiving them. You're not forgiving them because they're good. Forgiveness has less to do about the person and more to do about you. Because again, forgiveness is the doorway to healing. So if I need that healing, if I need to get better so I can be better, forget that person, I need to heal for me. So I'm going to forgive that person just for my healing. Okay. It's, it may sound selfish, but if you have to put, give your, put that in your mind in order to move past the transgression, in order to move past what that person did to you, think about it that way. You're not giving them a get out of jail free card. 
you're setting them free so that you can be set free. And if you are a believer, if you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, forgiveness is a requirement. Because the Bible says, if you don't forgive, I cannot forgive you. And I'm sorry, as we live in this day and age, every day we're doing something where we need forgiveness. So it, it would be hurtful to us in the lives that we're living every single day by not forgiving someone who has trespassed against us. And aside from that, also learn to forgive yourselves. Because again, if you're a Bible-believing person, you know that there is no condemnation through Christ. So if you believe that Jesus did what he did on the cross for us all, and he paid the ultimate price so that we can have life and have it more abundantly, right? To condemn yourself for things that happened in the past, it's almost like you don't believe what he did. You don't believe what that he actually died on the cross for your sins. You don't believe any of that because here you are condemning yourself for something that transpired in the past. Forgive yourself. Then if you transgressed against someone, ask for forgiveness. Be able to humble yourself and put yourself in that place where you say, you know what? I'm sorry for what I did. I was wrong. Please forgive me. And if that person chooses not to forgive you, that's on them. That's not on you. Because you're saying that I was wrong. So you're, you're taking accountability for your actions. If they are not in that place to receive you, that's okay. You're not doing it for them. You're doing it for you. So I just wanted to make sure I highlighted that, ladies, because I'm, I've come to that place where I realized that in my own life. And if I could forgive my husband for the things that he's done, I'm at a place where I could forgive anybody. <laughs> there is nothing too big for me to be able to forgive, okay? Um, and I remember, if you guys remember, if you guys know Mary Mary, Tina Campbell, which is one of the Marys, her husband cheated on her. And um, there was a whole mess that went along with that. But eventually they got to a place of healing and forgiveness. And she got to a place of ultimate forgiveness and healing within her own self. And I remember seeing her and her blatantly saying, if I could forgive my husband for the biggest betrayal that any person can do to another person, okay? Because there's vows exchanged when you get married. There's, you're standing in front of a, a, a priest, a pastor, a, a deacon, whoever is licensed to marry you, and you're saying a vow. You're pretty much repeating a contract vocally about what you're going to do. You're going to honor the marriage. You're going to honor each other through sickness and health. And you're doing that sometimes in front of witnesses. You have to do it in front of witnesses, right? And these people are going to be holding you accountable based upon what you said in front of everyone. So if you can, she was like, if I could forgive my husband, 
for betraying that contract, for betraying those vows in the worst way, because he had multiple affairs in the worst way. How can I not forgive someone else who hurts me or, you know, trespasses against me? How can I not forgive them? And if you look at it like that, there really isn't anyone else who could hurt you in any other way, right? And I'm saying that, ladies, because oftentimes we quick to forgive our, 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 our men for things that they do, for the trespasses that they commit, the betrayals that they commit. And but sometimes, and I'm not saying we, we all are quick. There's some of us that are not quick, <laughs> but they're... A lot of times you'll see it, women forgiving their, their spouses and their men for transgressions, which is fine. Forgiveness is a good thing, but it's a bad thing if you're not able to give it to other people. You know, you could give it to your spouse, you can give it to your, your boyfriend, but a sister friend doesn't uh, trespasses against you, not even to the extent and the betrayal that he's uh, transgressed against you, but you're not able to forgive the sister friend. See how that, you know, doesn't work or you, you, you can't forgive your father for the things that he's done, but then you could forgive your boyfriend or your husband for betrayal. You see how it doesn't match up. If we're going to forgive, we got to forgive completely. If we're going to forgive, we got to forgive everybody. And it's, again, it's not a get out of jail free card. You're doing it for your own healing. You're doing it for yourself. You're doing it so that you can grow. You're doing it so that you can thrive. You're doing it so that you can be the woman that you were authentically created to be, that you were designed for, so that life can come out of your mouth and everything that you say and do, and life can come from you in everything that you say and do. Because at the end of the day, if we're harboring unforgiveness, we all know females that are walking around angry and bitter about things that, that transpired in their lives. And yes, it can be justifiable. Those things could be harsh. It could be tough. You could have went through things that are unimaginable. But at some point, sis, at some point, you have to let it go. Because those things are now stifling you. They're stopping you from growing and being the person that you were designed to be. It's hard to grow when things are holding you down and suppressing you, where bitterness and anger has now engulfed you. It's hard to be a good mother when you're not right within yourself. It's hard to be a good woman when you're angry and bitter about things that transpired in your life. It's hard and that hardness only can start to go away and get peeled away bit by bit as we learn to forgive. And it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Forgiveness can be a process. It can be an everyday thing. It can be with you starting to pray for that person, starting to pray for that transgressor. And start to work on it little by little. Does forgiveness mean you go right back underneath that person again? Absolutely not. Again, forgiveness means healing. Forgiveness means me growing, me learning, 
me thriving and being the person that I was designed to be. And I'm telling you, ladies, it's going to be hard pressed for you to do it with unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, and hatred in your heart for anyone in your past or in your present. Because I've been there. I've seen it. I've lived it. You are not going to be able to do the things that you have always wanted to do with those things hanging on your shoulder. And it's going to come out in some way, shape, or form in a really dark and messy place, in a messy way within your life. So what's better? What would be better? Looking at the situation, facing it head on, meeting that challenge, forgiving that person, forgiving yourself, and begin the healing process. So ladies, I hope that you were able to grab something within this podcast episode that will benefit you to live the life that you were called to live. There is so much in each and every one of us that God wants to use. But again, he can't completely use that thing if unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, hatred, as dark as all those words can be, he can't use it if you're not willing to let it go. He can't take it away if you're not willing to let it go and let him do what he needs to do in you within that process. Because for me personally, as I began to see those things for what they were and truly forgiving myself, forgiving my husband, and forgiving every other person that had a negative impact on my life, until I was able to do that and just let those things go, God took those things and then he started to pour into me different things that I now have the power, okay, and the authority to begin to do. I am so much a better woman because of it. I'm a better mom because of it. I'm a better businesswoman because of it. I'm bolder. I'm wiser. I'm doing a podcast because of it. I'm more bolder about my books that I'm writing because of it. Because that load has been completely been removed from my heart, from my mind, from my soul. Ladies, let it go. Let it go. I'm going to pray right now. And if you are willing to pray with me, stay on the podcast. If you're not, you feel free to you know, stop it right here. But if you're willing to pray with me, I'm going to pray right now. Heavenly Father, I come before you for all the hearts that are tuned in right now. All the women, Father, Lord God, that are listening right now. I come before you for each and every one of them. I ask that, Father, Lord God, that you do a great work in our hearts. Show us those places, dear God, that are harboring unforgiveness. Show us those people, dear God, 
that are harbor that we are harboring unforgiveness towards. Father, show us what we've done to anyone else, Father Lord God, and reveal it to us so that we too can forgive ourselves for the things that we have done, Father Lord God. Father, I pray for every heart of these women, Father Lord God. I ask that you touch them now. Bless them, Father. Keep them, Father. I know sometimes hurt and pain, Father, Lord God, is, are the toughest things to look at, Father. And I know, dear God, that sometimes, Father, Lord God, we don't want to look at it because it's so hard to deal with. But Father, I ask right now that you give each and every one of us the courage to look at those things and to deal with them, Father, so that you can do the work in us that you started since the very beginning, Father, Lord God, so that you may see that work to completion. I ask that you bless every woman, Father, Lord God, that tunes in onto this podcast. Bless their comings and their goings, Father, Lord God. Bless their relationships. Bless their children, Father, Lord God. Bless their homes, Father. Bless their work relationships, Father, Lord God. Let not one, Father, Lord God, pass, Father, Lord God, not living the life that you have called for them to live, Father, Lord God. Father, you call for us to forgive because you forgive us. So I ask that in the mighty name of Jesus, that each and every one of us will have the courage to forgive every single day because you have forgiven us for everything that we have done yesterday, today, and in the future. Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor and we give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, ladies, thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all soon.